everything. Warning. The following podcast may contain people who aren't very good at golf. You're listening to the Chili Dippers Podcast. Thank you, Duke. That is right. You are listening to the Chili Dippers. I'm your host, Luke Disco Clark. Sitting across from me, as always, is a man who's just gotten back or recently gotten back from walking <laughs> across <laughs> an entire country of Spain. Dave Cannon Rolston, how are your feet? Oh, look, they pulled up better than you might imagine. <laughs> Did they? Uh, yeah, because they don't quite get as sore when... Fair bit of the walk across Spain's done on a train or a bus. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so you, you did do a little bit different. You thought going over there, but good times. Oh, amazing! As I said, we got back from basically twelve weeks in Europe: Spain, Italy, Portugal, Germany, Prague, which is in the Czech Republic, a little bit of Sweden, some Abu Dhabi, um, all that sort of stuff. Was absolutely amazing. Met some great people. Um, as we mentioned, I think before a long time ago, it was meant to be a thirty-day walk across Spain. Um, three and a half days in, I realised that was <laughs> stupid. That was one of the dumbest ideas. For the record, I realised about a month and a half out <laughs> before you left. Yeah, look, oh, I... You know what I knew? You know what I knew? <laughs> when you were buying some shoes to walk across the country and you were buying a pair of $89 Nikes, but telling me they were down from 140 they were fifty. De- they were hundred down to fifty. Oh, that's hundred down to fifty. It was a <laughs> that's bargain. That's on That's no, my new. <laughs> it wasn't the shoes that stopped me. I can assure you, it was the most. It was the beautifulness of Pamplona. I would have been. I walked over the Pyrenees from from France to Spain, a um, thousand six hundred meter high um, height there. Thirty two kilometers on day one, walking through knee deep snow, blizzard, death like thing. <laughs> then another two or three days when we got into Pamplona. And I thought, there's no way I'm, I'm, I'm leaving this town in an hour. This town needs two or three days to be explored and enjoyed. It was just beautiful. And all the other idiots I was with said, no, we're on this walk. We've got to go. We've got to go. And I said, no, you don't. You can do whatever you want. And, um, and I did. He <laughs> <laughs> drained it. But that's, that's fair enough. So it did sound like you had a good time. I was jealous of some of the... Uh, well, I was pretty happy you didn't get to the Northern Lights, though, because when you were going, you said you were doing that. We were. We I were going. It was an un- unseasonally warm winter, so the Northern Lights had become really rare and hard to see, so we gave that a skip. And I think we went to Prague instead, and um, one of the most amazing cities you've ever seen, like a Disneyland type thing. You, you're walking around the city and you think, how do people live here? It doesn't even feel real to holiday in... Um, so that was amazing, but but we probably spent Italy and Spain was most of it. Friendliest, great people. You could you could go back to Madrid and, and Barcelona and spend weeks and weeks there doing whatever you wanted. And Italy's amazing. Just a friend. You walk into the bakery there. I'm Buongiorno. How are you? They're just so friendly and happy with everything. Um, and they just don't care. They're like, you see them. They d- drive horribly and park nowhere, and no one gets a ticket. No one cares about anything. They're just so relaxed and easy going. It's brilliant. Yeah, and the reason why like, we're sort of talking about this because we, like I said, we've done last uh, last pod, which was the on course pod. Mm. We've done a couple of pods with the future golf boys. This, again, this is like we haven't had a chance to do the big we sort of catch up and catch see up. what's what's going on since we sort of you know before what, mm. while you were over there and that sort so, of stuff. As I said, so I got to see six or eight amazing countries, met a heap of great people, ate great food, just absolute trip of a lifetime. 
Um, but I did miss out on a little trip to Tasmania with you and a few lads. How'd that go? Yes, yes. The, I got the call up from uh, Goodza, uh, Fixer and the boys. Um, I think there was nine of us went over to Barn Boogle. I was uh, going there. It was really good. I only sort of knew two or three of the boys. Um, and you gave them all a, 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 a high recommendation before I left. They were all good. And they were, they were ripping fellas. Yeah. Um, the one you – yeah, as you said, you would have known Fixer. You would have known Goodza. Um, CT. CTI didn't – CTI had a really weird relationship with I'd <laughs> known him over the internet for – Three years, but I thought he was some sort of catfish. I didn't <laughs> even think he was quite real, but played golf with me that day as a ripper. But it was um, Charlie and a few of the Sydney boys at your Charlie and, and Sanksy, Sanks. yeah, and yeah. you're ripping blokes. Well, so, yeah, I had boys. recommended them to you. Um, uh, yeah, and really they were, good they, fellas. that was half the, f- the uh, well, 90% of the reason why I was good was because of how good those blokes were. Um, and look, and I'll be all honest, like, you know, love hanging out with Fix and Goods, but CT, Corny Taylor, I hadn't. I went through high Court school. Court Taylor, I think. I Court Taylor, The right. silent horse. So yes. I think there's no name. Which the, uh, yeah. We've, uh, anyway, I went through <laughs> high school with him and haven't really caught up with him. Well, not haven't, haven't caught up with him since high school. So I was looking forward to, to catching up. And he, yeah, he was real good fun. Good bloke, isn't he? And let me just tell you one, one little story of the, of the Barn Boogle trip. And it's, you sort of, this is going to be a, you had to be there. But I'm going to try to paint the picture, <laughs> right? The 10th hole. So myself... Fixer and Courtney, are, we're playing in a three, right? The tenth hole is a four hundred and ninety meter par four. It's a mo- uh, par five. It's a monster, yeah. right? I've hit my drive to the right edge of the massive wide fairway. Somehow miss it right. I'm out there looking for it. On the halfway down the left, if you can picture this, there's a pot. Courtney and Fixer are both hit there straight at this bunker, right? I'm out looking for mine. Fixer plays his next one up, and there's a big elevated green. Big shot up. I'll, I'll hit a, a fairly decent drive and a hybrid to get to the green. We're up the top looking for Fixer's golf ball, right? We can't find it. And then, so in Barnboogle, they have the horizontal drop. So Fixer goes to play his. Courtney goes, and then all of a sudden, Courtney's looking around. I said, what are you looking for? And he goes, I'm looking for mine. Mm-hmm. I said, what do you mean you're looking for yours? And he goes, oh, I come up over this bunker here and it's, it's somewhere up here. This should be the line. So we're mm-hmm. looking around, looking around. And then I sort of thought to myself, geez, I didn't even see him play his second shot. And, and then oh. anyway, he's trying to drop one and, and he drops. So we, so we declare it lost. We yeah. take the drop like we, like yeah. we should. Nice. And then he's talking about he's got the putt for par. Oh, and right, I said yeah, to him, yeah. I said, hang on, are you sure? I said, you sure that's for par? And he goes, yeah, yeah. And then I was sort of lining mine up. I said, oh, okay, I think I've missed something. But anyway, and then yeah. Fixer, as you can imagine, Fixer's yeah. going, oh, I think he's accusing you of cheating. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm going, look, yeah. I'm not accusing anyone of cheating. I said, but I'm sure. I said, you, I said, and then he's trying to count his shots. Yeah. What he's done, he's hit his drive, yeah. which has cleared the fairway p- bunker. Yeah. And there's another bunker in line with that one on the green. He reckons he's hit his ball over the green, the green side bunker, which is 490 meters so from the. He, he's, 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 he drove it 490. Yeah, he's looking for his ball. And I said, "Hang on, did you find your one back then?" He's going, "What are you talking about?" I said, "I'm looking for my drive." Oh, I said, no. "Mate, I said it's a 490 meter hole. You're not looking for your drive." <laughs> and then Fixer looks ready. Goes, "Yeah, now look about it. He's a little <laughs> long way back to that ball." And I said, "Cause I said, Fixer, you none of yours." I said, "Look where yours was. Yeah. The longest because it was the longest wow. drive hole. Yeah. So the rest of the trip, we're all talking." Talking about uh, CT then had a drive four ninety, yeah. But then the the best call of the day. Well, look at there was a couple of holes later. <laughs> Courtney it is left over this dune. <laughs> Fixer and I are in the middle of the fairway waiting for him to play shot. Mm-hmm. He kept coming up every two seconds like one of those little uh, one of those meerkats. Yeah, meerkats popping up having yeah. a look at the back. And Fixer's like, what the fuck is he doing? Mm-hmm. So Fixer's played his shot right. Mm-hmm. Courtney's played his over our heads without us seeing it. And yeah. come over and go, did you see that? And we're, going, and we're too busy having <laughs> our shots because he took so long. 
and he's and fix it. So Cordy's a little bit shitty that we didn't see. He's shot. He looks at Fixie. He goes, "Well, you guys should have been fucking watching." And then Fixie goes, "He goes, well, no, and you, mate, you probably hit it into the ocean." <laughs> I looked around the ocean was like three kilometres away. Oh, uh, best call of the trip by a mile. But now look, you actually, you boys were actually kind enough to call me yes, on the trip. Yes. I was I was in a hostel in Port in Lisbon, Portugal. Uh, not in an aeroplane. No, no. For some <laughs> reason, you all thought I was in an aeroplane and had the mumps. I was very. Co- it was early in the morning. I was lying in bed, very comfortable in uh, Portugal. But that was great to hear from you. So yeah, why you yeah, that, that was actually real funny. Should we? <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't have to go through that. All, all right. All, um, all right. So what else has been happening? Uh, oh. oh, I played a couple of decent courses. Oh, I played. You, uh, well, you were uh, training around the Spain. I, pl- I in one week. I played. Uh, Portsy. Yeah, that's a good track I've played yep. there, yep. St Andrews Beach. Yeah, good track. Victoria Ooh. Golf Club and Ooh. Royal Melbourne, all in the course Ooh, of one that. week. First two good courses, yeah, 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 you yeah, get yep, on, but yep. gee, you're getting a bit fancy in Victoria and Royal there, Melbourne in a week there, yeah, that was yeah. That. yeah. And yeah. they're good good tracks, they hold up. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, it's, it's been Royal Melbourne it had I think you get swept up in the the, the, the sort of yeah. nostalgia of it all and all yeah. that sort of stuff. Like, the, look, the course is fantastic, but you really do feel like you're doing something special just because you're on Royal Melbourne, yeah, like enough. the whole scenario. Yeah. No, no, look, it, it is really good, really good. Well, speaking of Royal Melbourne, what course are we reviewing today? <laughs> <laughs> we are rev- reviewing Marupna. Marupna, my God. So we played this a, a so this few weeks ago. This is not a top 100 course. No, it is not. We thought, and I go is in there, I didn't... <laughs> Going there, I didn't think I'd played it. I actually thought we'd go on for somewhere new for a change. Well, I um, hadn't played it. And once I did dr- make the drive in, I, I had remembered you I got my car playing. service there one time and did go and play yeah, it. Right. Uh, first impressions, driving in. First impressions were, yeah, country track. Yeah. Oh, Just, busy. We yeah, couldn't busy. get a car yeah, park. Yeah, yeah. It was people um, everywhere. People everywhere. But, it, yeah, look, it, it, was, it, it was country track. But then... Uh, um, <laughs> yeah, so the, the pro shop was was the pro shop was really nice. The fella in there was mm. super duper. He couldn't Very, do enough because we were the last group and all that sort of stuff. So he he, he really did change around. Do a, he was um, uh, excellent. Yep. And then one of the first things we seen draw. We we're waiting for the group to tell, and the, the practice green was just yeah. outside. We're having a bit of a putt. Freaking goat. Like a, not just a, like a black like look like a show goat. Yeah, well that was funny because I hadn't Did been back goats? in the country long and all that sort of stuff. When that, oh, I say that all that sort of stuff, I've got to stop saying that. Tell me up when I say that. So we get on the green there, and I'm having a putt, and someone says, "Oh, look at the goat." Oh. And I thought they were saying, "Oh, look at the greatest <laughs> of all times arrived." I thought, "Gee, that's a bit much," but there was actually a goat. Um, <laughs> if it's sitting on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so anyway, thoughts on the course? Too many trees. The trees were it was very tight, and a lot of them that were look. We've spoken about this before. A lot of uh, professional course designers and architects say the first, like you know, a lot of people say, "Can you please come to our track?" And what improve do we need to do it. to get in the top one hundred to improve the foot? They reckon all just cut, cut some down trees the tree. down. This is probably a prime example. There was yep. a lot of trees, and it's not that so much. Also, too, there was a lot of them. That would have been good trees 50 years ago because they've grown for the next yeah. 50. Like if you hit a bit of a fade or a draw off the tee, you just had no room. Yeah. Like you had no room to hit a fade off the tee, you were just into the trees. So yeah, yeah. And look, and, really and, and we play with Maddie Kelly and, and Maddie Kelly Karen, was there. Obviously. Good to see Maddie Kelly not in a chicken suit like I did when I last saw him. Um, in a always, chicken suit? Yeah, he was getting around <laughs> in a chicken suit. <laughs> um, um, 
and normally we called him up last last minute too. And normally he, he's borderline professional temping bowler, and was he was happened to be doing nothing at the on the right weekend. He mentioned where we we're playing around that a lot of trees had been cut down, which oh, I noticed gee. there were, but none yeah. of them were like they done, didn't seem to be like yeah. they cut them around the tee boxes, like right level with yeah, the tee box, yeah. not the ones down the middle of the fairway that were in play. But uh, so look, the, when we can't review the course to any great degree. It was okay. Yeah, it was okay. Look, it was fine. One th- couple of things I want to mention over the back. I think we did we. I think it was five, six, and seven. There was a couple of little green complexes that it looked like they oh. were renovating. Like, but they looked like they were starting at the back. Hopefully, they were starting at the back corner, and making their way back because it was. They looked like they were totally different from the rest of the fairway. There was that one little part where there was three mm-hmm. greens, all sort of in a close proximity, and it was actually. Ooh, you're going to cut me off? No, no, not at all. Not at all. No. <laughs> no. Um, I, I do have a signature hole, but I don't think I can remember what it was. It was a par three over the water. My signature thing about the course was uh, the hot dogs. Oh, yes. The hot dogs were good. Hot dogs were fantastic. At, uh, sauce at got a little slippery. I, 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 I somehow got sauce all over my shorts and <laughs> then all over Luke's towel. Which I, I wasn't well, happy with. Well, I actually know how I got it on Luke's towel. I put it on Luke's <laughs> towel. I yeah. don't know how I, I got it on I turned around and you just wiped it. I said, what are you doing? You said that with towels are four. Yeah, sorry. Well, that, 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 that happened. Um, now, was... Did Karen nearly have an eagle on this? Was th- this day, or was that on another day we played for them? Remember, Karen left one within an inch of the hole. Was that on this course or the other course we played the next week with her? I think that was. The, yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was the next. Okay, uh, we'll mention we'll mention that in next week's show. Then we re- when we review Namurka. Namurka, yeah. Namurka is coming up. Uh, there's there's a little hint for you. No, I reckon no, it was Marupna because Maddie was with us. All right, Maddie was. Yeah, all right. yeah, yeah. So, so there was that was a highlight. Talk yes, us through that. Yeah. So the, that hole that happened to be. Um, oh yeah, it was the nearest the pin, pin on the second, second shot. Second, yeah. Um, and she had a low. Her tee shot wasn't great, but it was low and down the middle. Yep. And then she had there was a tree as we just a big tree branch hanging yep. right over her second shot, and I thought this is near impossible. Yep. And she skinned it. Again, no, sorry, the tee shot was actually decent, sorry. Yeah. It was the second shot that she, she skinned it along and I went into the bunker. Rolled out. Rolled up the back lip, hit the top of it, flipped over, down and rolled down to what, a centimetre? A centimetre. It was got all a photo of in. It, it was put. nearly overhanging the hole, wasn't it? Yep, yep. And didn't win nearest to the pin didn't second win. shot. Someone, someone hold it. Someone hold out. Yeah. yeah. That was a great shot from Karen. Um, that was the highlight of the that day was for the, me. Yeah, that was good fun, yeah. Um, I played horribly. And was very fatigued at the end. It was a tough walk. <laughs> well, I'd just come off walking across the country. so <laughs> There I, I was probably, no trains. Yeah, I needed some rest. Golf course, um, so you were in strife early. The hot dogs were good. And then, look, the thing, Marupna, which is basically Shepparton, had a schnitz, schnitzes for uh, evening meal, which yes. was, that was magnificent. Yes. They still do the best. We've mentioned yeah, the chips in yep. What's Better's or something previously. And their chips are fantastic. Yeah, yeah. So, look, we're, we're not the greatest gr- golf course review of all time because it was weeks ago we did play it and it is, it is like Raul said, it's just a country <laughs> yeah, tack, a country track. track. Uh, how many chilies oh, are you going to oh, give it? Well, what's the minimum? Yeah, the, bell, the minimum. Bell pepper. Yeah, yeah. But that doesn't if, – if you're nearby, go play it. It's oh, still yeah, enjoyable yeah. and all that. But um, Yeah, and look, and the thing is, we're, like, we've been making a point over the last sort of month going and playing a couple of these, like, within sort of 50 minutes of Yarra Wonga yeah, playing. country tracks. And they're all worth going to just because, yeah, yeah we give it a one uh, – chilli doesn't mean there's anything wrong with it. Oh, exactly. oh, if there's something wrong with it, we'll tell you. <laughs> um, but no, good, friendly people um, and, and worth a hit. Okay, so we're going to – you've got your book here. You said uh-huh. you said to me earlier on that you've got plenty of, like, A-grade oh, material no, no, to bring no. to our podcast and I've, I said good because I, I don't got, have any. I have got some material. It is 
It's getting weaker and it's getting thin <laughs> to come up with what's betters and you top four. on your train, you didn't have your pad. That's what you should have been yeah, taking around. Yeah, no, no, it's too much. Now, now I've got one now. Oh, we're going to have to make uh, is, You know the intros that we have? Are they called a stinger? Is that is that the tech term for it? On the radio, they say a yeah, stinger, like yeah, what's better and all that. So we might have to make a new stinger for this. And we want, we want um, Bon Jovi's Wanted. Dead or alive. Can you put that in as a singer for this I'll just segment? Recall, I'll just edit that part, put some right. beat behind it. Because this is a new segment. Do you want to give me a better one? Like, do you want to really give oh, me a... Really? Yeah. On a steel horse I ride, wanted, dead or alive. There you go. Good. That's our intro to our new segment called Dead or Alive. Oh, here we go. So we've got to do this now because this is time sensitive. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't run, think to run this past. I don't don't need to know anything about it. It's like a whole new segment. No, no, no. No, you just sit there. The the, the basis of the segment is I give you a person's name. You tell me if they're dead or alive. Oh, okay. So So, so it could be a what's better. Like... Yeah, well, it's better to be alive than dead, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. All right, so here we go. So, wanted dead or not? Well, dead or alive? Let's go. You ready? You ready to play? Yes. <laughs> um, all right, Betty White. Betty White's dead. Alive. Shit. Ninety-six years old. I, I had a feeling that going into this, I'm not going to be very good. I don't know why. She's older than sliced bread. <laughs> Kirk Douglas. He's alive. How old do you reckon he is? He'd be 63. No, no, no. Kirk Douglas, his dad. Oh, his dad. That's Michael Douglas. Oh. Well, he's like his dad's alive. He is. <laughs> he is. How old do you think he is? Uh, 80. 101. Oh. So you should have guessed old? dead. If you had said Michael's dad, I probably yeah, would have. Yeah. All right. Um, Debbie Harry? Do you know Debbie Harry? Oh, yeah, sung, um... I want that man. man yeah, 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 my old man used to own a pub in Violet Town yeah. and the jukebox was in the little room that mm-hmm. I... And it had three songs on it and that <laughs> was one <laughs> of them. She's Blondie, basically. Yeah. Uh, blondie, but Debbie Harry, dead or alive? Uh, I'm going to say alive. I'll be, right. I'm pretty and confident about this yeah, one. Yeah, age? Oh, the age thing. Um, she'd be... 72. Very good. 73. Ooh. Burt Reynolds. Died recently. Yep, dead. I, the, now, what I forgot to say this at the start. The, the, the tragic passing of the great Bob Hawke inspired me to do this because uh, I thought okay. he died 10 years ago. <laughs> 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 um, Aretha Franklin. Aretha Franklin. I want to say alive because I think I would have heard that she was dead, but I'm going to say dead. She, she is she dead. Was was, <laughs> she's dead. She's dead. I was trying to. I was, was going to try and work in a gag, but it wouldn't, it wouldn't have worked. It wouldn't have. That, well, well, I don't know why I that stopped you. <laughs> <laughs> you worked plenty of others in there. Right. Um, Just a dash. Do you know who Just a dash is? No. Nah. The nineteen eighty one Melbourne Cup winner. Nineteen eighty one. Yeah. So how long ago is nineteen eighty one? I'd say thirty eight years. I'd say. Oh. And was probably six or seven when he won it. I'm, I'm reading you on this. I was going to say dead, but I reckon alive. He's alive. Yeah. Just a dash alive. Just, okay. had, to, just had to. Ooh, go geez. back to me poker days. Oh, 
<laughs> Eugene Sermon. Do you know Eugene Sermon? <laughs> no, give me a tell you. Eugene tell me Sermon he... is the most recent man to walk to, on, to, to walk on the moon. The most recent man to walk on the moon. So how often? How soon do you reckon? How recently did someone walk on the moon? Oh, Thursday, nineteen seventy-two. Nineteen seventy-two. So he walked so on the moon, moon in nineteen seventy-two. He'd be alive. Dead. Oh, yeah. Dead, dead. Because 72 is 46 years ago and he was probably 40-odd when they go. They don't send kids yeah, up. Yeah, but, but again, even that, that's oh, 89 yeah. sort of thing. But walking on the moon, that's tough Takes going. Takes it out of you. Kill you. Peter Giuseppe Burns. Do I get to know who he is? He's the lead singer of Dead or Alive. Ah, <laughs> oh, look at you. <laughs> this is the only reason you <laughs> did it. <laughs> the whole segment was <laughs> the only <laughs> reason you did it and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Peter, um, G- yeah, Peter Giuseppe Burns, the, the the lead singer. Do you know the band Dead or Alive? Ah, uh, couldn't tell you a song. I've had. Yeah, either I want to say dead. He is dead. He is dead. I've actually gone pretty well. I haven't guessed ages of, and I've got yeah. people's fathers and yeah. the, the person I'm trying to guess dead or alive wrong. But I've um, Kenny Rogers. Kenny Rogers. Surely he's not dead. He's not. He's alive. How old do you reckon Kenny is? <laughs> Uh, 91. 80. He's 80. All right, now golf. I've, I've worked it back to golf. Golf's still alive. Yep. Seve Ballesteros. Well, the segment's doing a fair effort to try to kill golf. <laughs> <laughs> trying to kill, it, kill our <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Seve is alive. Seve's dead. dead. Oh, cramp. Oh, oh no, you've cramped oh. up, have you? I'm good. I'm good. The Carry on. To... <laughs> I just got to right. start this. Jack Burke. The 1956 winner of the US Masters. 1956. 1956 winner. And uh, figure out how old he was when he won. He'd have to be in his 90s uh, pushing 100. I'm going to say he's pushing up daisies. He's alive. Is he alive? How old? Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't have Googled that. No. No, I Googled that. I think I Googled the oldest living winner of a major or something. Jeez, yeah, okay. Um, that, that's, that's it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Look, they're, they're, not all, they're not all home runs. <laughs> they're not all first round draft picks. Um, sometimes they're just informative segments. So, um, so <laughs> with the intro, I've got to re- we're going to re- this this pot, this this uh, segment's coming back. Oh no, no, <laughs> no, 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 it's a it's a one off. Okay, so I'm just going to put a little bit of music over. I'm not even going to cut yeah, edit. I'm it. just going to put yeah. a little bit of music over top of that. All right. Um, now oh, we've probably haven't got. Do you have any? Not, not uh, no, not not your little no, signs no, you're going to no, drop. No, no, no. Oh, there's something I want to that while you're away, I've written oh. down to me little notes here. And I okay. want to bring up because yep. it involves our boy. Dean Lawson, remember ah, him? Ah, do, do I remember him? He's our yeah, boy. I read a little article saying that Dion Lawson uh, played in the Karen Country Club, right? And he mm. was six under f- through the first 11 holes. Oh, gee. And missed the cut. Oh, my God. Yep. He went He went double oh. bogey, bogey, double bogey, bogey, dropped 15 shots oh. in the next seven holes and went wow. 72, 79 to miss the cut. Oh, that's a blow up of, of yeah. Grand Look, we don't like to hear that because uh, yeah, he, no. uh, one of the Chilipa's favourite golfers. I've got another thing I had me notes here was to talk about Acker, which we done during the the future podcast. Yeah, yeah clear. Um, uh, you got like the yes. I've got, uh, what, what time are we at? Twenty three. Got some time. Okay, I've got two shout outs I'd like to make. Yep. Now, Ian Popel and Ben Camplin claim to be number one listeners. 
Yes. Don't they? And they're great, love them, and they're very loyal and great listeners. Ian Haywood, Beavis would have claimed to that as well. That's my shout-out. One oh, okay, of the, I had yeah. two shout-outs. One yeah, was right. to Beavis, because apparently he's listened to every pod. Oh, yes. Then gone back to the start and, and up to about 30 or 40 yeah, again that's already. Fantastic. We appreciate that, because this is how we found out. Um, I... Was, I was as each pod comes out with the episode number in front of it, I think oh, it was number yeah. 64 or something. I had two of And the funny thing was, I was yep. sitting at work doing the Instagram thing, and I'm thinking, this can't be right. And I went back and I realized that I'd doubled up on 64, I think yeah, it is. Yeah, whatever. Pod, Literally yeah. within 30 seconds of me realizing, <laughs> yep. my phone goes bing and I look down, and it's Beaver saying, Hey, mate, I'm just listening to your pod. I'm, I'm back. I'm up to 64. Have you realized you've doubled up? And I'm I up said, to 64 for the second sec- time. Yeah, and that's what he <laughs> said. Yeah, it's the only reason I knew because I'm going through for the second time. And I said to him, I said, That's freaking amazing because I literally just discovered that 30 seconds before you yep. text. And he said, Oh, I just want to let you know. So you went. And this was other thing that was running through yeah. my head. He said, Because if you get to 100 or when you get to 100, I don't yeah, want you do thinking you're at your 100 when you're actually yeah. missed it, sort of thing. So, yeah. So I wanted to shout out Beavers for that. And the other one. Our new mate, Sean Pascoe. Yep, who we play with over the future golf weekend. Listen to all 71 pods in 12 days. <laughs> yeah, it's a good never, He got on a pod. He was on pod 70 and 71. And then went back and he said, yeah, he called and said, I've listened to all of them. Um, yeah, well. I, I think the only positive thing he had to say was the intro to What's Better's Good. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I just wanted to shout out those two boys. That's a great effort. Yeah, there's one other bloke. So that should get Popes and Ben to lift their game a little bit. <laughs> yeah, they need to re-listen. Did you, on the Future Golf Weekend, speaking of that, did you play with someone called Reese Turv? Turvey? Reese Turvey? No, I don't think I did. Anyway, this bloke, obviously through Future Golf, has started following us, and he put a thing up on Instagram that I really appreciate, um, saying, been on, and the thing is, I was driving home when this, oh, crap. Oh, no. What? <laughs> Give me... Um, he, I was driving home and I have my phone on a magnet on the windscreen so I can mm. kind of see it. Mm. And so I could only, only while I was driving, read the first sort of line, I thought, oh, he's not happy with our pot. He's having a go at us. But, which he isn't. Oh, lucky. What he's actually because got, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to read, I'm gonna read out what he actually says. He said, been on the road around town all day. It can get pretty boring listening to the same old crap on the radio. And I, I, all yeah. I read was listening to the crap. Same old crap. And you, you yeah. immediately <laughs> think Chili Dippers podcast. <laughs> yep. And he says, I had the pleasure of being able to get through not one, but all three of these little bad boys just this afternoon. Big shout out to the Chili Dippers with their special guests, Aussie Golf Addict, which is um, Marcus, and Rookasaurus, which is Sean. Mm. I, had a, I had a fair chuckle, lads. And let's not forget Ross Flanagan going deep with Future Golf. Um, I think that's good. I, I, I don't. Yeah. I hope I didn't play with the bloke after saying all that because let's just have a look at his photo. No, <laughs> no I didn't. Yeah. But um, but yeah, he's actually gone on f- through Future Golf, had a bit of a listen, and gave us a shout out there. So I appreciate that. All right, I think um, we can uh, wrap this one up before we go. Have you got any final words, David? I have, and 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 this is probably relevant to my uh, new lifestyle. Just the, the quote I heard the other day. No one has ever been lying on their deathbed wishing they worked more. Oh, mine was no one. I, th- I thought no one's ever laid on their deathbed and wish they had had more sleep. That's mine. Well, there you go. Yep. So, so that's that's the quote I'd like you. Yeah, that's just that's the, what I meant by just little bits of wisdom to drop. Um, drop. So that's there we go. That's my last words. All right. So we're going to leave you on that little bit of wisdom. Thanks for listening, especially Beavis, Sean, and. Ian and Ben. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 um, Treasily. 
Kevin Treasley, I think on, his let name me get was. Back up. Kevin Treasley. Reese. Reese. <laughs> Thanks for listening, mate. <laughs> Chili Dippers. Ow. Out.